Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Toby. Today I'm going to be telling an experience that happened with my friends, two of my friends, like with three of us. What am I saying? (laughs) Something happened that I want to share with you guys. But before I do that, I want to tell a story that my mom told me. Now, this is a story of... um, Now, another thing is, I do not even know if this is a true life story. My mom says it is, but I do not think so. I think she made it up or it's one of all those fictions. But it's the lesson behind it or, or the message behind it that is important. So there was a village and um, there was a politician that needed votes and this village was under his constituency. So he was going to speak to them, um, make promises to them to earn their votes. So he goes to this village and um, he addresses them. You know, he calls for like a town hall meeting or something. They are all there. And he's addressing them and he's making lofty promises to them. He says, oh, this village doesn't have any electricity. I'm going to give you guys electricity. And they're looking at him. They're not impressed at all. And he's baffled. Like, yo, who would not be impressed with having electricity in a, like, um, in a village that they still use lamps, kerosene lamps and all that? So he tries another strategy. He says, oh, I see you guys do not have good roads. I'm going to like build roads for you tad roads beautiful roads strong roads he says that and they are looking at him not impressed at all like and he's like who is not impressed about good roads i mean everybody loves good good roads right then he decided to try another strategy he goes oh he's going to provide boreholes for them clean water good water free water they don't even have to pay for it they no longer have to go to the stream the dirty streams to fetch dirty water and they're looking at him like they're not impressed (laughs) and then he decided to stop he says it's not working and he doesn't know why he doesn't know who would not be impressed with electricity good roads and clean water So he decided to ask that, what is it? They are not impressed with him. And he really wants to buy their, he really wants to earn their votes. So what is he going to do to earn their votes? So they, they, they speak among themselves. And then, um, a spokesperson came, came forward and they said that he's been promising roads and water and electricity. And, and quite frankly, they don't, they don't care about those things. That the only thing they care about is... I'm going to speak it in Igbo. So, fawe potawe sena, iso sife nene fan sobu kita, bunakwa maun fa adokago. Na kwe fugo, na asina maun bo mo. So, madu fuzia na akwa, na madu nanya, ni makwa maun fa adoka adoka, funa maun bo madu. Na um onwezi for pota amana sozi um if a mena na fan so if you go na sos if a fat chokitabu na onye kwachie lufa akwa maunfa obo buvot fitinelia if obuna facho or if obu no nya cho fe melia sosia. So now I'm going to translate that to English. Um when the man asks them, okay fine, what is it? They said that they are not bothered about, they, they actually do not care about clean, clean water, good roads or electricity. 
that the only thing bothering them now is that their masquerades costume is torn <laughs> and in Igbo land they say masquerades are spirits and all that so now if somebody looks through the torn cloth of their masquerade and sees that um the masquerade is indeed a human being they would have less regard for their customs uh, and their traditions because they're like oh it's no spirit after all it's a human being so if somebody can help them repair the cloth of their masquerade or the costume or even get new costumes so that when they wear it people would still um believe that oh these are uh, spirits as masquerades that if somebody can do that for them then if it's anything the person wants they will do for the person if it's votes they will give the person their votes i mean they don't care and the man was like oh and it, it, he was quite surprised because i mean he would have spent more building roots and digging boreholes and um wiring the whole um, town to see that they have electricity but then he could buy what just costumes one two or three for masquerades and that's that they are going to have the vote uh, he's going to have their votes <laughs> so he was like oh fine that's what you guys want since and he was stressing himself and he would have just asked, you know, he would have just asked, oh, what do people want me to do for you? I want your votes. But then anything you guys want, I will do. And then you tell me what you want. I go do it. But then he was there thinking for them, making promises of what he thought they wanted and not exactly asking them to know what they want. And the lesson in this story is that most times we, we get things done easier, not by thinking for people, but by thinking with them. I mean, there are people, they have minds of their own, they, they know what they want. And then you do not think for people, you think with them, you have dialogues, so you're like, okay, this is this, that is that. And then you come to, um, to a middle ground to a conclusion together and not one part one party one person thinking he knows everything thinking he knows what people want what would be good for them and um just assuming it and doing it and thinking oh he's doing the right thing so to what happened between me and my friends i i mean i'm that kind of person that i i do not want you to think for me i can think for myself if at all we're going to do things together, you would think with me. We're going to think together and come to a conclusion of what works for both of us. And then we see how we can achieve it. And not like one person having to be the person that makes all the decisions and stuff. So now it was one of my friend's birthday. But um, on his birthday, he... He had exams on that day. In fact, the guy literally forgot it was his birthday. He was only thinking of his exams, reading and trying to pass. So we let him be, me and my other friend. So like three of us are friends. So among the three friends, one of us had exams on his birthday. So he did not celebrate. So we're thinking, oh, what do we do for this other guy now? Maybe the next, so the next week we decided to like take him out. So we do that. <laughs> so we're, we were planning it you know we agreed on the dates the time the schedule what we're going to do we're going to first um meet up at some fast food and eat you know other food eat and do that then we go to the cinema in Oka to see a movie that's what we're going to do today no Allah, we agreed that <laughs> we agreed that so on the particular day on the agreed date 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Mm, that was how I I woke up. I I was normal. I was looking forward to spending time with two of my friends and I took my bath, you know, I did everything. I ate food. We're supposed to meet by 1 p.m. Around 10 a.m. I was alone in the house. My dad had gone out and my belly started paining me. My stomach was aching. And it was my period. God, the damn period came that day. I'm like, oh God, could it get worse? Like today of all days, like why? You did not see yesterday to come. You did not see okay tomorrow. It's like it's just like that today. <laughs> mm. So I mean somebody would be thinking, yeah, but I mean you would have known that it would it would be coming, right? I mean a normal human being. <laughs> any regular female would know when their period is coming, but not me. Not this to be at I never know these things. I've tried calculating. I, I, I always forget, you know. Okay, so truth be told, it's not that I forget. I don't even, like, have it in mind to calculate these things. I've tried having the app on my phone, the app that helps you calculate the thing. Each time I never use it, I end up deleting the app anytime my phone space gets full. So I just wing it. Anytime it comes, it comes, you know. So this day that is an important day, it shows up and I'm like, what do I do? Um, I did not want to cancel because I didn't want us to start rescheduling. For us to like have been able to like um, settle on that day, there were lots of things that needed to be shifted and all that. So having to reschedule it and trying to find the perfect time to like have this thing was not going to work. So period or not, I was going to be there um, for my friend. So <laughs> and one of the remedies I use for my period is to sleep. Like once I'm feeling the pain, I sleep. And once I wake up, it's gone. So what I do is I I sleep. I sleep for like an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. So from 10 to 11.30 or to even 12, I cannot remember. I wake up and the pain is worse. It didn't even, it did not reduce, you know, go anywhere. It was worse. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> what can I do? So I need a painkiller and I need a strong painkiller. Paracetamol was not going to do it for me. There was this, there's this one we use, Zadol, Zadol Fort. And it's always in our house somewhere. So I look for it everywhere in the house. I know I used to have one in my room. I check my room. It's not there. One used to be in our kitchen. I check the kitchen. It's not there. In my dad's room, it's not there. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so I, I see paracetamol. I settle for paracetamol. I take it. The pain reduces a little bit, but not everything. So I, I was going to go with the pain to the place, to the restaurant first, and then meet up with my friends before we go to the cinema. <laughs> so on my way out we on my way out in the parlor that is where i saw the zador fort so i'm like okay fine i'm going to since we're going to eat and it's not good to take drugs on empty stomach i'm going to go with the drug so once we order food <clears throat> and we eat then i would take the zador fort and i would be fine <laughs> So we, I get there and my, I got there first. 
So I got there first and then my friend joined later. They told me they're like, Oh, Toby, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm not feeling fine. Oh, you would have told us, would have I said no. So <laughs> I said, No, please leave it, I'll be fine. So we order the food I eat in their presence, I take the drug and I mean immediately I took the Zadol, it was it was okay. I became fine. Like the pain went, had gone. So that's how <laughs> so that's how now one of my friends has a car. One of them that came has a car. And why they came late was that his car developed fault. So they had to take the car to the vulcanizer to change the tire or something. So that was what delayed them. That was why they came late. So now they are now thinking, where do we go from here? Or how do we go from here? We plan to go to the cinema, but then his car is somewhere. That do we go to the cinema first, see the movie? And then after seeing the movie, he can now go and pick his car and go home or... From here, we go pick his we go pick his car, and now drive the car to the cinema and like that. So he and like the two, my two friends were like having this discussion. I think I was just sitting out doing something else, and they were having this discussion. So the birthday boy was of the opinion that we go see the movie, and after seeing the movie, then we uh, we can go and pick up the other one's car. And the other one was thinking, no, that by the time we finish the movie, it, it would have been late, and he's planning to take Toby home. So he wants to go pick up the car first, then we drive it to the cinema. Once we're done with the movie, he goes, he drops Toby at her house, and then they can go home. As I was talking of his elaborate, beautiful plan, I'm like, hold it there. What do you mean you're taking Toby home? Yeah, and when, when, when did we plan that one? Like, when did we decide that, oh, you're going to take me home? What if I don't want to be taken home by you? So how can you think for me? Why, <laughs> why are you thinking for me? I mean, we'd have talked about this together, but no, you decided, oh, you, you, there's this part of Toby's life that involved Toby going home and you wanted to be in charge of it and you're going to take me home. And it became a big deal. I was like, no, it's not like that. I said, it's like, what? He said, let me, I said, no. <laughs> it was so funny. But, you know, it was not funny. Like, thinking about it now, it, it's funny now. But then it was not, I'm like, what do you mean? The birthday boy was like, oh, Toby, why are you so, why are you attacking him? That, I mean, it, it's, is it a crime for somebody to help you? That people helping you does not mean you are weak. I'm like, who talked about being weak here? It's not about being weak. I'm like, yo, it's, I, I don't, maybe I may not even care about you taking me home. But then the fact that you did not run it by me. What if I had somewhere else to go to after seeing the movie, but you've just assumed, oh, Toby wanted to go home straight and then you would take her home and it's fine. No, it was a big argument, a very big argument. We argued. They were like, um, so at the point I was raising my voice. When I put down your voice, I'm like, oh, me raising my voice scares you because of that. I'm going to raise it even more. <laughs> No, my, they never expected it. They're like, what is this? We only came here to do birthday to eat food and go and watch film. Now we have entered Wala. I'm like, yes, we entered the Wala. You know, it was, it was such a big deal. It was, they were like, what is this? And what was even surprising was that, is this not the person that says she's not feeling fine? And is now here shouting on top of her voice and saying, <laughs> just because of car, just because somebody wants to drop her at home. It was, it was, it was a lot, you know. So they were like, they do not understand. Why are you, like the birthday boy said, oh, that, I mean, why, why is it so difficult for you to accept help? Why it's, it does not mean you're weak? But for me, it was not that. 
I was saying something, but they were hearing something else. I was saying, don't think for me. I can think for myself. I can decide what I want. I can decide how I want to get home. Or at best, we think about it together. You know, you, you discuss it with me. Oh, um, okay, this is... That discussion they were having, I would have been in that discussion and maybe contributed or... Oh, if I wanted to be taken home or not, but he was like putting his points, like these are the final points and this is it. I am taking to be home expressly and I'm fighting. Don't think for me. I know this is something very minute, but that is how it starts. You know, people thinking for other people and then making decisions for them, that kind of thing, you know, and it's, 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 it wasn't funny at all. And uh, my friends were thinking I was overreacting. I'm like, no, I'm reacting adequately, really. Um, I know I came at them from a point of attacking them like oh what do you mean you don't do that but I know if I did not do that if I had come softly they would have dismissed it as oh um, laughed, laughed it off or maybe Toby's not serious and I do not want to be laughed off or, being, or not being taken seriously I wanted to be taken seriously that yo you do not think for me even if I'm going to pass the point by attacking you I would do that but I make sure I I resist being thoughtful, <laughs> if that makes sense. So, because I mean, the thing is, um, you might be thinking for somebody and thinking you're doing good, but the truth is, if you actually think with them, you're making things easier for both them and yourself, and everybody's happy at the end of the day. So that's the experience I wanted to share with you guys. And it's it's not just that. You know, it's not just maybe that the experience with my friend is like one out of everything, but it's like a lot of things, you know, lots of situations in life when you go and things are already being put in place for you. For example, the scissors is the scissors is made in such a way that it is for right handed people. So if you try to cut um, something with um, using a scissors with your left hand, it's not possible, like it's not going to be sharp. So scissors was made for only right-handed people. So you see somebody that is right-handed thinking for those that are left-handed. I mean, they don't even know they exist, you know, they're like, oh, a, a scissors should be used with a right hand, so therefore we make it in this way. But assuming everybody that uses a scissors was considered or were brought into the decision-making process of using scissors, maybe um, it, scissors would have been made in such a way that left-handed people can be able to use it, <laughs> you know. Um, another one would be this situation where maybe beauty products or something or things that women use dominantly, but then it's men that manufacture them and, do, and they make them in such a way that it's so inconvenient for the women to use. Things like maybe people have complained a lot about, about birth control pills that women use disorganizing their body and all that. And that is because it's dominantly men that produce these things, you know, or things like, um, things like having pads uh, for free. Uh, assuming women are in the decision-making process, they would make things easier for women. Even apart from women, bringing introverts into it now, um, you see open offices everywhere, and then introverts find it so difficult to cope there. Because maybe the person that had the idea of, oh, this office is going to like cost us, it's going to cost us less, just have an open place and get 20 workers work there. I mean, he's an extrovert, it's not, it's not going to affect him in any way, so it's fine. 
but then he he does not consider that he's going to employ people that are introverts too and they're going to find it difficult to work in that environment and it's going to affect their productivity and then also his work the outcome of like his business or anything assuming introvert an introvert was brought into the decision making process he would see that okay maybe uh, you can um you can rent an open hall but demarcate it so that each person has their own um cubicle to stay in you know that way when everybody's brought into decision making processes everybody that is involved everybody that that the outcome of the decision would affect is brought into the decision making process everybody becomes happier but when one person thinks for everybody, things go wrong, you, do, you you would not be able to do what they want. You know, you would not, like the story I told at the beginning, you'd be there giving them electricity and roads and clean water that they do not care about. Even though maybe it would be beneficial for them, but they don't care about it. They just want aqua maunfa, you know. They just want aqua chelufa, aqua maunfa, mokego telufa and kofu. Just to buy... um in uh, just to repair the torn part of their masquerade's costume or at best buy a new one for them that's it and everybody's happy so i don't know you guys should think about it consider thinking with people as against thinking for them so that's the end of this episode and um i'll see you next time bye